You're listening to State of the Grind. Hey guys, what's going on? David and Kyle here. You are listening to State of the Grind podcast. And today we actually have a wonderful guest. Mr. Jason DeVore is here with EHM Realty. And uh, Jason has got just an awesome story to tell. Uh, we'll get to that in just a second. Jason, yeah, so, so, how are you? So Jason's Hello. like, Jason's story is so amazing. Like he, he's one of these success stories that just proves like hard work and grinding it out pays off. I mean, you know, people want to know like, what is the magic thing that I can do to be more, well, just you, you, you work harder and you learn your craft and you make it happen. But one of the reasons why, why we really want to have Jason, like we really want to have you on the podcast is a while back you shared with me your story as to why you became a realtor. And everybody has their own story, but yours, yours in my mind is so unique. In all the years, I've never quite heard one that, that's just like yours. And, uh, you know, one of the things that whatever business you're in, you know, it's like, why, you know, really the basic fundamental is like, why are you doing this? Are you doing this for your kids? Are you doing this for your family? Or, you know, why did you become X? Like, why are you a contractor? Why are you an engineer? Like, what is it? And so like your story as to why you became a realtor is so fascinating. So we're so happy to have you on um, one of the first episodes of the State of the Grind podcast. So Woot. welcome. Well, Yay. I think it's, I think it's a beautiful, you know, one of our first episodes because everyone has a why. What is your why? Here is one of the best whys I've ever heard the hands down. Do you think yeah. we should let him say something? I think we should. I'm going to talk back. He is forth? in the room, and he, he, he actually is here. here. I, yeah, I like how this is going so far. I'm cool with it. You know, it's fine. Um, no, I, I, um, I mean, just like, just like you said, everyone's got a why. Um, I'll, I'll tell you the story, but ultimately, it was, um, it's a service thing, and I think that really parallels why I like working with you guys so much is the service that you guys offer and the, you know, how you're there for me and you're honest and you know, all the tools and resources that you guys provide to help me with my business, um, which is super awesome. And that's sort of the end result of this story that I'll tell you. Um, but man, I mind if we like interrupt you. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I've like, told this story so many times I'm I'm trying to make sure that I, uh, can I cuss? Is this is this absolutely? Not, is that, okay. I think I think <laughs> I'm can... trying to figure out whether yeah, like this is this is like just be okay. you. Like, All right, well, good. The, I I, I think we we are shooting the shit here. Okay, if, you know, okay, we're shooting the shit. So, so is shit like the top of the no no let it let it, okay. let it fly. I think just, go uh, okay. <laughs> what's what's beautiful is like we're all business people. We're all you know entrepreneurs. Okay. We're out here grinding. Hence, state of the grind. Like, yeah. There's no filter. Yeah, and yeah. we're like, we're no like filter. followers of Gary Vee, so you, you just, you know. That's true. That's true. You, you know what? Um, it's just the story makes me so angry, but it has a happy We don't want to make you angry. No, no, no. It's not, it's not an anger thing. It's, so it's, we'll, it's, we'll Tarantino it. Yeah, okay. Jason's a realtor. Yes. That's the end. Okay. Oh, that's right. And then. Okay, we'll now we'll go back okay. to the beginning. So, uh, I don't even remember what year it was, but long time ago, I, uh, when I, before my real estate days, I uh, had an opportunity to leave the state uh, for a job. And I sold my house in 2008. And I had a little bit of money left over, even though the market started taking a dip. So you sold before the crazy. I, I lost $5,000. Let's put it that That's way. That's not bad. That's yeah. Not bad. A lot of people yeah. lost a lot more. It was it was a blessing in disguise, right? So I sold the house. I worked at an office supply store at the time. And there was Dunder Mifflin. Dunder Mifflin, exactly. Actually, well, let's see. So I'll just say it was Office Max, but I don't even know who owns them at this point because it's been bought and sold so many right, times. Right. But, 
Um, so there's a guy who comes in and it, it happens to be like my last couple weeks there. And, um, I'm doing my salesman thing. I'm like, Oh, what are you buying? What are you here for? You know, I'm you know, probing a little bit to try to get the, uh, the full scoop. And he's telling me how he has a, uh, and, and he works for an investment company and uh, they have all these products and services. And I'm thinking, okay, I've got a little bit, I lost money, but I have a little equity left. And I need somewhere to put it. And I'm a smart guy. I'm an investor. Yeah. I'm going to go, I'm going to go check it out. So after work that day, I drove down, it's just, just down the street and uh, met with uh, the owner of the company who gave me this big spiel about his real estate uh, company and he has these products and services. And uh, in a nutshell, they mainly focus on the elderly. And what they do is they said that there's this loophole in, um, in uh, your social security where you can actually pay it back, everything that you've gotten, reapply at an older age and get more money. So the game is whether you will outlive getting your money back again, if that makes sense. So that was his spiel. And then he would say, but I have this program where we give you a solid 6% return. So why risk it? Just invest your money here. So fast forward a little bit. I write him a substantial check and, um, and he sends me what I thought were like, you know, income statements and monthly and it was all good. Uh, and I moved out of state, ended up coming back, which was great. So how much time had passed at this point? A year. Okay. A year, maybe a year and a half. And I said, oh, I'm going to buy a house again. I want that money back. And he goes, oh, it doesn't, it's not that fast. You know, we got to do this and that and whatever. Uh, okay, okay. Uh, well, you know, work on it. No problem. No, I'm not in a rush. Uh, fill out this form here. Fill out that form there. Anyways, fast forward a little bit, uh, you know, a couple weeks. And he's just, you know, he's just messing around. I mean, there's no, I don't know where my money is. I don't know if it's ever coming back. I don't know what's going on. Um, I, I give an, uh, an attorney 500 bucks to give me what I thought was, you know, a good chunk of time ended up being like 45 minutes, um, to, uh, give me a consultation. And he said, Oh, you go down there and you demand that money, you know? And I was like, yeah, I'm going to go down there and I'm gonna get that money. You know, I was so pumped. Yeah, I was so pumped. So I go down there and I, I remember, um, he wasn't, he wasn't there. So I remember sitting outside his office. I was shaking. Called him up. I was like, Richard, this is Jason, and I need my money back. We'll edit that out for <laughs> I'm just kidding. What's that? <laughs> Richard? Richard? <laughs> Richard, you're on blast now. Yeah. <laughs> Dick. Uh well, you can look him up. He's in jail, so I don't really care. Uh, but uh I said, Richard, you know, I need my money back. I need it right now. You need to come down here and give me the money back. And he said, oh, well, you know, I've been working on it, but it doesn't, it's not that fast. And I said, uh, I'll tell you what. I said, if you bring my, my money right now, just give me the principal back and I'll forgive all the interest you promised me, all that extra stuff. Just give me the money back. We'll, we'll call it even, you know. Oh, I understand. No, we can't do that. I said, option number two is I come back tomorrow, same time, and you write me the principal and all the interest. Oh, I wish I could do that, Jason. I really wish I could do that. I said, okay, option number three is I sue your ass. And uh, I told him the same thing that I tell everyone. I've told you guys that I do business with. And that is, um, if you do a good job, everybody will know. If you do a bad job, everybody will know. And uh, so I reminded him this. And he goes, well, you just do what you got to do. Well, day one passed, day two passed, and day three, I fucking sued his ass. And um, took two years and about $20,000. Don't ever sue anybody. It's terrible. It's just absolutely long. terrible. Um so, uh, we won. So we're around 2011-ish. Yes. Yes. All started in 2008. Yes. Three years later. Yep. We've won. 
Yes, one, finally one. I mean, he delayed things and whatever. And in the meantime, um, you know, things were getting really stretched out and I didn't want to wait anymore. So I said, um, you know, what this guy did wasn't right. And I'm going to, I'm going to make sure he pays for it, not only financially, but you know, however I can. And you testified, right? Yeah. Well, and this is a beautiful end of the story. Like you've got, you've won, you've sued him, but this is not it. No. Yeah, just because you have a judgment doesn't mean. And by the way, if you can't see Jason right now, like I feel bad asking him to tell the story again because like his hands are starting to get. I always shake. That's just a a normal thing. He's getting a little upset. It's good radio, but it's even better like seeing it. So, so once you get it, and I'm like, you have the judgment, you won. But that doesn't mean you have anything. So now what happens? So um, at that time, I called the uh, California Department of Corporations to have them launch an investigation on what was going on. We found out that I wasn't the only person. And he was praying after the elderly because they were basically chunking out their entire retirements, didn't have any money to sue him. Um, And um, I did. So I took him out. And uh, so we'll fast forward a little bit. He's in jail now. His wife's in jail. Um, because of that phone call, I testified, they had a whole big thing it ended up being like $30 million Ponzi basically from a bunch of people. And I was just a small little, small little chunk of that. So, but you, but you've recouped some of yeah. that. So yeah. how, how does that transform from this is a good part. office max to the shit out of the guy yeah. realtor? What's, what's this last little piece? So this, the, the good part is, um, uh, hired a private investigator, found some properties in St. Louis, Missouri that he had um, so I could try to collect some money. I got a judgment out there because apparently you can't just use your California judgment to collect money in another state, which is not a ridiculous thing. Um, and so we uh, put a lien on the property. And um, because it was fraud that he committed, we were actually able to get a share of sale and force a foreclosure immediately. And um, so we did that on one of the properties and my attorney says, you know, well, whatever we sell it for, that's all you're going to get. You know, what if, what if we only get $5,000? I said, it's a fourplex. What do you mean $5,000? He goes, this is California. You know, this is St. Louis, Missouri. And um, so he, I said, well, what, do you, what should I do? He goes, do you have any money? Like you can buy it. That's, you know, that's what an REO is, right? You know, and he said, you could do the same thing. So I said, great idea. I've got five grand, you know, sure. So uh, we open up a, an LLC out there to to bid just in case anything crazy happens. We called it Revenge LLC, which was <laughs> pretty sweet, awesome. Um, and so my attorney showed up, and um, you know he's he's all out there, and I'm on the phone waiting to hear what's going on. So and the attorney is at the auction in, at the Louis, auction in St. Louis. You're in California. I'm in California. Yep, listening to what's going on, and uh, and I hear the auctioneer in the background is going, all right, sorry, we have to start the bid at $1 because there's no minimum balance. Start $1, $1. And I hear my attorney, all right, $1. And I'm like, oh, shit, here we go, here we go. <laughs> and uh, uh, I don't hear anything else going on. He goes, sold, $1. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, holy shit, what just fucking happened? I was like, I was like, Ron, what happened? He goes, you bought it for a dollar. And I was like, so I only get a dollar? And he goes, he goes, no, 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 Jason DeVore only gets a dollar. Revenge LLC gets the property, can do whatever he wants with that property. I said, uh-huh, I see. So, uh, um, so now I own this fourplex. I don't even know what it looks like. Never been inside, nothing. And so I schedule a weekend out with a real good friend of mine who's in property management. I said, dude, I need your help. Come out here with me. So we fly out to St. Louis and one weekend I set up appointments with agents, with wholesalers, with investors, with potential tenants. I mean, I didn't know what the hell I was going to be doing. And, uh, I mean, the whole trip was crazy. That's a whole nother podcast episode. I'm telling you, the trip was insane. 
Uh, but basically in one weekend, um, Revenge LLC ended up selling that property for, uh, I won't give a dollar amount, but I'll say 40,000 times what the original investment was. <laughs> um, and uh, so what was great is like that, Bitcoin. yeah, I mean, you just, you never know what's going to happen. Well, right? this is prior to you being like diving deep into real estate. And at this yeah. point, you're not a realtor. No, no. no. You are Revenge no. LLC. I'm Revenge LLC. So we're not, we're not at Jason's office in Lake Elsinore, but if you were at Jason's office in Lake Elsinore, he has the key to the house. Yeah, I have the, the key frame. and the, the picture. I'll send you guys the pictures. Maybe you guys can post it yeah, or whatever sure. in the notes or whatever. But, but that's not the end of the story yet either. No, I mean, it goes on, it goes on forever, but, um, he had multiple properties. We ended up just doing that one because the other ones ended up being a total shit. All even worse than this one. Not even worth a dollar? I mean, <laughs> here, I'll show, I'll show you. Here's, uh, we have pictures. We're going to have to show it. you this one here. Here's one of them right here. So I didn't want that That's one. That's not even a house. That is a wall. Uh, yep. So it burned down about a week before That's I got there. Burned so down. That wasn't worth it. Here's another fourplex. This one was on, uh, an entire strip of fourplexes. Um, there was probably we're gonna have 30 to describe this because it's a podcast. Like I think it'd be hilarious. Okay, so yeah. the first one is it's literally just a wall. the first one's not even a wall. It's like a quarter of a wall with a caved-in building and a bunch of. I mean, like it's it's a pile of rubble. It, it's yeah. I, I mean, apparently it was um, some sort of meth house that burned down. It's uh, literally like if you imagine a, a property with four walls. This one has half of one of the four walls. Left. It was a meth house that burned down. That is the perfect way to describe that. I mean, legitimately, it yeah. was. Yeah. I uh, feel like I see Walter White over here. This was in the actually the uh, the the, the ex meth lab house was the backyard of one of the other properties. And when I pulled up to go to the other property, there was like five guys who started walking up to our car, and I was like, "We're gone." So we left. Well, that they probably one. thought you wanted to buy meth. <sighs> Could have been. Could have been. Um, this is actually so. In this picture, you can see this is actually the building that I sold. Uh, that's a good looking for, I mean, that's a good looking prop. It looks good. If you look in this picture, this is, this is like a side view for those listening. Um, in between, I don't know if the picture really describes it, but you see how they're like bowing out? They're, they're leaning. They're leaning hardcore. And I actually had a structural oh, engineer yeah. come out there that weekend and he said this property is like condemned. Like don't, you know, and I thought I was, I thought I was screwed at that point. So. But we ended up selling it anyways, which was cool. There's a bunch of property. I'll send you all the, the pictures. The one that you actually these. bought, definitely worth a dollar. That's a dollar well spent. I mean, it's really, yeah, it's really just top notch. You know, it's funny. Just Maybe little, not more than three, but. I mean, this, this side story is so funny. We're standing out front waiting for some of the investors to come, and this guy comes down. He's wearing like a beat-up sweatshirt, whatever, and jeans, and he comes up. He's like, hey, yeah, how you doing over there? What you working on, you know? And I was like, oh, we're buying, you know, investing in this property. He's like, you need some help? You need some work done on the property? I'm an electrician. I was like, oh yeah, that's cool. He's like, yeah, yeah, I got, I got some leftover copper wire. You know, I can hook it right up. He walks away and I'm telling my buddy, I was like, dude, he probably stole the he copper wire the from copy. this building. It's exact specifications. Yeah. He's just putting it back. I mean, that was the kind of stuff we were running into, but. So after this Liam Neeson, like, set of skills that you've developed doing the revenge LLC stuff. Yeah. Did that transfer directly into, I think I can sell real estate. Yeah. yeah. So, so how do we get yeah. from, for a dollar buying a property to Jason DeVore, yeah. mayor of Lake Elsinore. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I've been asked that. It's not good. Anyway. Uh, yeah, I would say that, um, I was pissed. I was really mad at this guy. Uh, you guys know me well, but I have this personal thing where, um, I need people to like me and I want the world to just be so peaceful and I want things to go really well. And then there's this fucking douchebag out here right. scamming these people. It right. made me really angry. But on um, that coupled with having the time of my life that weekend, selling the property, 
I mean, my buddy will tell you, we were walking around at Home Depot killing time and I was talking to one of my investors on the phone. My buddy like walked away and later I like came back. I was like, what's wrong? He's like, dude, you were yelling. You were yelling on the phone. I was like, I'm so pumped. You know, he's like, dude, the entire Home Depot knows like what you've got going on. So I I was super pumped. And um, so when you got, so you got back from St. Louis, you sold the property, you got back to California. Yeah. How soon after you got back from California did you sign up for real estate school? Um, right away. Uh, but then I didn't follow through, uh, because I, I, I don't know, because I didn't, but I regretted it and immediately signed up three months later and then, and then closed it out. So, so. then let me ask, then let me ask you this. Here, here's probably my final question for you. So like from, from the time you got back from California or from St. Louis, I apologize. From the time you got back from St. Louis to the time you got to be in real estate full time, how much time had passed? 12 months max. 12 months max. And it was legitimately, I wanted to make sure that nobody got screwed like I did. And that's, and that's what, is that the foundation of yeah, what drives absolutely. you in the business? Absolutely. I mean, that's why... My elevator speech to people when I sit down for a listing appointment is I'm going to treat you like family. I don't trust anyone but me, even if I don't even know who you are. Um, and that's like totally 100% legitimate how I feel. And it's a hundred percent because of this guy. It's passionate. Yeah, it, it really is. So here, here's a question for you. Years, it's ten years later. It's yeah. 2018. Are you glad it happened? Yeah, yeah. I, I, um, I mean, besides getting a little bit of money, um, this guy pushed me into a career that I, I have just, um, I love it. I love what I do. I love being able to wake up every day helping people with the biggest asset that they have, you know, um, and and getting the job done. And uh, here we are, it's been almost 10 years. And uh, I put a, to kind of close out what's going on, I put a lien on his primary residence. When I got that California judgment, they actually just foreclosed on his house. And um, I just got a letter from that attorney who said, you might be getting some money. So here we so are 10 years later, celebrate. full circle. I don't know, maybe let's you go do... buy some duplexes for a dollar, you know, the Mc, the I, think got, I think we have to try to find a duplex that we can get for a dollar. We can try. Should we go to St. Louis? Well, it's definitely not going to be anywhere. Or Detroit? Yeah, Detroit will get. It's yeah. not going to be anywhere around here. That's for sure. I don't even know if they'll let you see it for a dollar. You can't even buy a, a burger yeah. next to the. Anyway. We lucked um, out. But um, anyways, to kind of. Such a great story. Yeah. Is, I mean, is there anything else you want to like want to share? Is there like. For somebody that's maybe trying to figure out like what their why or what their driving factor is, like what is it something that you like when it happened? Is it something that you know? Like is it is it just like a, a, a magnet? Is it, is it is it just pulling you all the time? Like if there's like a little voice talking to you inside your head, like what is it that, yeah. that made you know that that's the purpose? I mean, we it's one of those things. Um, you know, if you own a house. You walk into the house and you're like, this is the one. It's that same feeling, you know, or if you're married or you're with a significant other and you get that lump in your throat, whatever, you know, that's the, it's that, it's the same feeling. It's that same undescribable, you know, chill in your shoulders, lump in your throat that you can't swallow. Um, you know, it's, it's the passion, you know, that drives you. And I've always told my agents that if you have, if you come with passion, I'll teach you the rest, right? So. When when you made when you got back from St. Louis, like, and you, you took the real estate class, like, were you immediately all in? Like, this is this is my calling now. Um, or did it take or did it take you some time to really be all in? Right. It it took t- 
yes and no. It took time. And what I tell my agents is just because you have a full-time job doesn't mean that you don't also do real estate full-time. And that's what I considered myself at the time was I was, I had two full-time jobs. Well, so like our, our whole thing, like state of the grind, like it's about grinding it out. It's, it's about hustle. It's we, the journey. We, we live in a world now where you can have a nine to five and you know, that's still only taking up eight hours a day. You still have 16 hours left. Like, what are you going to do with it? Yeah, absolutely. And you know, we live in such a world with, with the internet. I mean, when I got started, we didn't have Zillow. We didn't, I mean, our MLS, we still had to log in through DOS. There weren't even pictures, Yeah. you know? And so like, you know, the point is, is like, if you have something that you're passionate about, like you'll find the time to do it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, there's, there's always time to do the thing that works. I can't tell you how many times I woke up in the middle of the night and decided to work on a marketing piece because that was the only time that I had. You know, my family was sleeping. I didn't have to eat. Um, you know, I had work during the day, so it was time to, you know, and, you know, so you're spot on. You're exactly right. Um, but I would say that um, passion coupled with what I think is also parallel and equally as important is your partner's. You know, this industry, this isn't a one, one man show where, you know, you're doing the whole thing alone. You got to find the right partners. And, um, you know, I know this is your podcast or whatever, but I, I'm going to throw it out there. I don't even care, uh, that you guys are awesome, you know, and all the tools and resources that you guys provide really helps me, you know, um, makes, makes my business much more successful, you know? So I appreciate the passion and drive that you guys have because listening to podcasts like this is what gets me pumped and keeps me going and stuff like that. And that's much appreciated. Well, we, we appreciate you, man. Thank you. Uh, thank you for being on the state of the grind. Um, Kyle, any last, I got thoughts? nothing. I, I, I think that <clears throat> the big takeaway here is, you know, even if you haven't been screwed over by some guy, <clears throat> Dig deep and find your why, because I mean it's clear through Jason's story. Like, the, it's the passion, it's the it's the why that you know it, that's the reason why he is the most successful realtor in his area, and he's building this super powerful, passionate team behind him. You know, I I got a question for you that that we hadn't thought. Of. Maybe we should have started with this one. Did you ever think about being a realtor before this happened? I, I always knew that I was passionate about real estate in general. It always excited me. Business in general has always excited me. I've had businesses before this. My first business was when I was 16. <clears throat> but um, this is what was like, oh, I can take the business that I'm really passionate about and take the real estate that I'm really passionate about and put them together. Um, and that was like the aha moment for me. Awesome. Yeah. Well, again, thank you for sharing your story. I know it's it's a little emotional. Like I can, I can feel it. But um... – but the other thing we can feel is like we can we can feel your passion and, and we can feel that you care and um, we we know you care about your realtors we know you care about your clients and um, and we care about you man so thank you for being on state of the grind state of the grind keep this on grinding awesome. it out uh, thank you thank you guys bye Appreciate for now it. adios stay grinding everybody you think about the brown burgundy so now you just like. Thank you for listening. To stay in the grind with us, please subscribe. Keep grinding.